You're listening to DraftKings Network. Mm. He's back. This eye keeps watering. I'm crying because these questions are so beautiful. You no, know, because it's spicy. All the spicy. That's All the right. Show. Yeah, the spice got to my eye. God, the joke was right there. It was right there. It's Friday, boys and girls. Hey, guys. Welcome to my oddball. Hey, I'm Amino Hassan. That's Charlotte Wilder right there. We've got a great show for you guys today. A little bit later, uh, a very special edition of uh, We Read Things Off NBA Reddit and Watch the Other Person React to It. I'm just going to, you know what? This is the tease. OJ Simpson. Bang. <laughs> Not Mayo. Not, Not Mayo. OJ Simpson. That's right. The real OJ Simpson. That's the tease. Stay tuned for that a little bit later. And a little bit more, maybe. Maybe, maybe we do uh, some hype me up. I don't know. We'll see where we go. We'll, we'll see. It's a... It's a multiverse. Sometimes we dip in and out. I may not be wearing the same clothes. Charlotte may be somewhere. Charlotte may be right here in the studio for all I know. But for now, we're going to talk about the NBA schedule, which was just released in its entirety. I know, Charlotte, because I got 7 million emails from every NBA team. Very excited to tell me that the schedules are out. Charlotte Wilder, let me, before we start talking about your uh, games you're looking forward to and all that stuff, how do you feel in general about schedule releases? I mean, I used to, I'm going to be honest, I used to think they were so dumb. I was like, oh my God, we are taking the announcement of things that will happen in the future and turning it into a TV show. Mm -hmm. Like it's sort of, it's the, it's like the televisation of how the NFL draft and the NBA draft have become these massive TV shows or how like, you know, media days become television. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, can we just do the thing? But now I have to admit I get very excited for these releases and I'm like, oh, my God, give me the dirt. Because like so many of the NBA games, especially, are just about petty matchups, about like, where's the drama off the court that we can match up on the court? And I get very excited to see what those are. So I kind of understand now turning it into a big deal. Why do you care in August, though? That's the thing I I, look. As media Because people, we have a basketball show in August sure, and we need something to sure. talk about. But, I, but I, guess, I guess that's my point. We care for two reasons. One, we have a basketball show in August, so we need something to talk about, right? But we also care because we're traveling, right? And I'm going to be going up to New York doing shows with you. You're going to be coming down to Miami. And ideally, we're going to look at the schedule and say, well, what games are happening in town this week? Are we better off being here or there? You know, so that makes sense. We're trying to schedule stuff out, right? Uh, the people, the team broadcast people, it makes sense for them because they want to know and they got to book hotels and stuff like that. People, beat writers, other media people, for sure, right? For the fans? Maybe on like ticket release day? That's, that's the only day because you want to buy single game tickets to see Victor Wembenyama's first game or see when LeBron or Steph Curry come to town. I get it. But other than that, like, there's no reason why every outlet should be pushing this to people as if they should care about it, when in reality, they shouldn't care about the schedule release. They should care about when they're actually able to access the schedule or access these games. I hear you. I do think, though, that fans, especially when you get to this part of the offseason where, like, the most exciting stuff has happened, we've been waiting on the same potential trades forever, like... 
I know those haven't happened yet, but it's like, are they even going to happen? What's going on? I think fans need something to be like, oh, okay, it is coming. Like, we're going to get there. It's only two months. Just James Harden stuff up. (laughs) I know. But like, if you don't have him doing that every day, maybe a schedule release. And also it gives fans something to get mad about, which fans love because check this out. Yeah. Uh, Eight teams. Pacers, Magic, Raptors, Wizards, Pistons, Hornets, Trailblazers, and Rockets each only have one nationally televised game. And there is nothing that fans like more than getting really pissed off when they think that their team has been disrespected, even though their team sucks. Well, that's not, it's not even though that, Charlotte. It's, oh, ESPN, you just don't right. like us. You hate us. Oh, you guys never have any coverage of us. Oh, oh. and then like they're on ESPN and. Oh, these announcers don't know anything. I'm going to watch the local broadcast. Why do you care if it's on national TV then? Why? Who cares? You're going to watch the game on your local broadcast? Like, I get it. If I'm a Hornets fan who lives in Miami, okay, or, or in Arizona or whatever, I get it. Like, hey, man, I don't want to have to pay for League Pass to watch my team or whatever. I get it. Okay. But if you're someone who lives in the local market, and you're watching the game on your local broadcast anyway because you like Del Curry and you don't like listening to Mark Jackson or, or I guess now it's going to be Doc Rivers or whoever, then why do you care how many times you're on national TV, you putts? Fans just need something to feel disrespected about. They need that chip on their shoulder, I mean. And uh, sometimes, like in August, uh, if you're an NBA fan, you've really got to dig deep to find what that disrespect is. And I think the schedule release provides the perfect opportunity for people to get all riled up sports like people want to be happy from sports but they also want to be miserable from sports that uh, amen to that having said that i want to say the indiana pacers i thought they should be on tv more like i think this is okay. a very exciting team they play very fun tyrese halliburton is a up-and-coming rising star i was surprised to see they're only on one time but you know i i, I like to do this i like to identify like oh you're gonna want to add them more to the schedule say that like now and then later on people are like you're welcome. What no. other are there any other teams that you thought got too many games or not no enough su- games? There's no such thing as too many games. There's no such thing as too many. I, I'm su- televised. Not, I mean, not not saying that um, they shouldn't have gotten it, but I'm surprised that the Warriors are still the number one draw because they have the most national yeah. TV games. And I get it; they're great and and they've they've been champions several times over. But there's there's a feeling, I guess, of Okay, like Golden State's stranglehold on the NBA is is gone, right? Now they're kind of back in the pack with everybody else competing. But TV tells us, no, 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 no. You might not think of them as a favorite to win it all, but they are still a favorite in the hearts and minds of America. This is who people want to watch. The Lakers, obviously, Lakers and LeBron are always going to be there. Uh, But the Warriors and Steph Curry, it's, it's truly testament to just how dominant they've been to where... Here we are, I guess two years removed from their last championship, but I don't think anyone's thinking of them as a favorite, and they're still, they're still leading the pack in uh, national TV games. Uh, what games are you looking forward to? So a uh, couple of things. Number one, Portland and Miami, which happens a few days after the trade deadline on, I believe, the 27th. That's going to be very interesting for obvious yeah. reasons. Either Damian Lillard is there in Miami, and this is – his first time facing his old team, or Damian Lillard is not there and we're saying, hey, man, what could have been or maybe what will be in a few months or whatever. So either way, I think that's going to be a very interesting game. Um, I got the other one I want to see 
Everyone's talking about Wimbenyama versus Scoot, Wimbenyama versus Miller. I want to watch Scoot versus Miller. I think those two guys, Scoot and Brandon Miller, are going to be mentioned together forever. And their, their, their careers are going to travel on parallel tracks and be connected in that way. And if one does better, especially if Scoot becomes what many of us, myself included, think he's going to become, the Hornets might be kicking themselves. So this is the first opportunity for those two to match up. I'm looking forward to that. And then I'll give you a third one. Suns at Warriors. Not Warriors at Suns, but Suns at Warriors because, mm. Charlotte, did you know that since Kevin Durant left Golden State in 2019, he's played against the Warriors on the road exactly one time. And it was during the really? pandemic when there were no fans in the building. Right? So he still hasn't played that first home game or first road game in front of the home Warriors crowd. And so that's something I'm like, oh, I got to see what this reaction is going to be like. Well, it's funny. I feel like so many of these of, you know, or our media outlets uh, have been talking about like how Durant and LeBron haven't played against each other since 2018. But Mm -hmm. that's that's more exciting to me because that's a whole team. That's not just like two great players. Um, I'm personally sort of looking forward to and sort of dreading when Marcus Smart comes back to Boston. And then I also am sort of excited for Clippers Sixers, which no one's talking about because we don't know. Like either way, if James, if James Harden isn't on the Sixers, it's still funny. If he's on the Clippers, it's exciting. If he is on the Sixers, it's funny. I don't know. Either way, it's just sort of funny to me, but that's not until March 24th. Oh, wow. That's a long time. I know. It's a long time to who wait. Who knows if we'll all still be there, though? It, it's, who knows if Oddball will still be here. Hey. Stop it. Let's Stop take it a break it. right now. When we come back, we'll play a rousing edition of What Would You Do If O.J. Simpson Came For You? No, that's not the game we're going to play. That's not a completely game. different game. Jesus Christ. It's Oddball. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy. For the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus, a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, it's that segment again. That segment where we read things off NBA Reddit and watch the other person react. Charlotte, I have an idea that you've already reacted because what's your background? Oh, no, I have no idea what we're going to be talking about. I just thought it would be fun to, like, you know, put the background of the O.J. Simpson car chase 
uh, just, you know, I was feeling frisky. What can I say? Happy coincidence because today's topic from OK-Price556 on Reddit. If MJ and the Bulls were playing in the 94 finals, do you think they would have still cut to OJ's Bronco chase? Okay. In case you're a little younger, you're like, hey, I'm 25 years old. Well, who's OJ? Uh, OJ Mayo? Like, no, no, no. All right, there's this guy <laughs> named OJ Simpson. Um, he was in this movie called uh, The Naked Gun. Uh, he, he played in the NFL. He's actually a pretty good NFL player. Uh, also, he may have may not have murdered his wife and another guy, allegedly, right? Just going to throw that out there. Immunity, immunity, immunity. Also, he's pretty funny on Twitter. Don't judge me. So anyways, well, so... Okay. OJ is being pursued by the police in connection with this murder, right? He's uh, he's not driving. He's in the backseat of a Ford Bronco that his friend A.C. Al Cowling is driving. Very slowly, I might add. And every single TV station in America, cable, network, didn't matter. They all switched, including NBC, who was broadcasting at that moment, I want to say Game 5 of the NBA Finals. I mean, it was crucial this was an important game this is the nba finals is rocket to his knicks the knicks is huge media market their first time back in the finals since the 70s it could not have gotten bigger unless charlotte wilder yes michael jordan had been playing instead so the question is do you think they would have cut away from jordan such a coincidence that we're talking about oj the day i just happened to have this as my background um yeah I do think they would have cut away from Jordan. I don't think there's anybody on planet Earth who could have been playing that they would not have cut away from because they're going to lose everybody anyway. Like everybody's going to switch to the other channels that are showing the OJ chase because everyone's going to be calling each other. I know there wasn't Twitter, but like they're going to lose viewership because everyone's going to change the channel. So they might as well just show the car chase. Right. Hey, 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 let me let me hint you and hip you and NBC in 1994 and everyone else on a little piece of technology called P-I-P. That stands for picture in picture. That's Mm. the little thing that you can do where you go full screen with a mean right here and you keep Charlotte in the corner right there. Let me do it right there, right there in the corner. And that way, people can continue to enjoy both things at the same time. Because here's the, hell, you could have gone picture in picture the other way. Show me OJ and put the game in the corner. And that way, hey, I'm getting all my play-by-play on what's going on with this very slow car speed chase. Uh, But I'm also seeing what's happening here. But NBC didn't do any of this. And here's the rub, Charlotte. You stupid asses at NBC because... 14 or 15 year old Amin was watching those finals like his life depended on it. Here's oh, this is why. personal. Everybody had the OJ chase. Nobody had the game. So if you had the OJ chase and had the game on one little box here, you weren't going to lose anybody. You would have kept my ass. And I'm going to say this, and you guys can bleep this out and put the thing over my mouth so no one can read my lips. But I'm going to say this. Okay. What 15-year-old Amin said when that shit was happening was, I said that in a restaurant. So you've always been like this. We are bleeping, we are bleeping the shit out of that. In a restaurant. Yes. I can't believe we even have that on tape. Look. That you said that. What can I say? I'm that guy. 
Well, important piece of context, Charlotte, he had a gun in his head in the back of the, the Bronco. That's why I, yes. I, as I, I, unlike Kugler's brother, wanted him to do the deed himself as opposed to. You didn't you didn't just assume that that was an option. It was very clear that that was an option. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yes. OK, thank you for the clarification. I think I got cheers, by the way, much like like James Harden's. <laughs> more he's a liar. So he's like, like yeah, I'm like, yeah, listen to the child. Give us the Knicks. What a bummer that was, man. I had to go home. After a while, like when it became clear, look, they're not cutting back to the game. Went home. That really does <laughs> suck. That really is insane that they just never went back to the game. No, like, who, it, it, and, and here's the thing, Charlotte. This is a different era. I had to wait till the next day to find out what happened. Oh yeah, God. like in the paper. Like, so did they win? Like, <gasps> oh, that's so brutal. <laughs> Sorry. You didn't even know who <laughs> won the game. <laughs> Are you an NBA player or team? You feeling down in the dumps? Are you looking for someone just to lift your spirits a little bit with some positive reinforcement? You've come to the right place. It's Oddball segment called... Pipe me up. All right, there it is. We read a name, a statement, and a hypothetical, and then the other person has to figure out a way to hype up the troops. We start with the name, Charlotte. The name is Kevin Durant. You have to hype up Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, my dude, you are in a great position. I feel like I start every one of these with my dude. Yeah. Look, you are 34, almost 34, 34, around there. Uh, You're no spring chicken, but you recently played pickup with Chet Holmgren, and you did okay. And I think that it's wonderful. You are... are uh, lifting up a new generation of player and you are being the leader that they need. And with the Suns, sure, you might not have a uh, traditional point guard anymore, but Bradley Beal's going to do an amazing job. You got Devin Booker, the most, the, the player that Amin thinks is the best and talked about the least. You're going to win a championship. I hate when you're laughing the whole time I'm doing that. And I'm like, what because am I you saying? You always that's start wrong? with like, Look, you're no spring chicken. Let's face it. You only got a couple years left on this earth. Like, you always start with a massive negative. This is how you hype people up? Yeah, I want them to be real low so it's easier to lift them up. Wow, it was a real pickup okay. artist over here. Yeah, I'm giving you yours. I'm giving you right. yours. Here's your name. Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. Oh, Pop, congrats. We made it to the Hall of Fame, baby. You wanted to be a D3 coach, but life said No. Hall of Fame and $80 million plus dollars made over a lifetime. $80 million just on this, on this contract right here. We're not even counting what you made over the last 20 years. Dude, we did it, baby. Now you get to mail it in. It doesn't even matter if you win or lose. You're in the Hall of Fame. They can't take that away from you. You're the all-time winningest coach, so every win you have is just more and more buffer over who? Doc Rivers, Eric Spolstra, Steve Kerr. Those guys are so far off, they'll never catch you. Hey, man, think of all the wine you can buy with all that money now and all the time you're going to have because you're not going to be fretting about, oh, I'm going to win a championship. None of that stuff matters anymore, baby. Me and you, wine country, let's go. That's how you I think I start my, I always say my dude, and you always say, baby. (laughs) Yeah. All right, here we go. There's a statement, Charlotte. Okay. Okay. The statement is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were snubbed on Bleacher Report's top five NBA duos list. You got to hype them up I, now. 
I feel like I'm supposed to hype up the statement, but I'm going to hype up the players. Is that okay? Can I do that? I love the idea of you hyping up the statement. I'm being hyping like, up the dudes. Being I'm like, yo, up the dudes. you bums didn't deserve that list. Is awesome. Like, These are my dudes, right. Jason and Jalen. This list is absolute bullshit. Remember when Dr. J came out with that top 10 list and like, you know, Michael Jordan, was he on it? He was on it, but you know, LeBron LeBron wasn't. wasn't, This is one of those lists. This is a list that being left off it is actually an honor because you two are electric together. You've done what no duo has ever done before the All-Star break, which is each score 25 points in 27 games. Come on, you guys are the men. You you are going places together, and you both are on big deals with the Celtics. And Jason even said that he was happy for Jalen. So this list is garbage. And I'm going to make a list, and you two are going to be the only ones on it. You know, one of my favorite things is when grammar makes an unexpected appearance. You wanted to say like, "Yo, you're the man. You're the man," and so you guys are the men, because that's the plural of man. <laughs> All right. What's my statement? Uh, your statement is, um, okay, Josh Hart Knicks agreed to four-year $81 million extension. Yeah. Hey, you know what, Josh? Me and Pop are going on this wine country tour. I'd like you to come with. Let's put your $80 million with Pop's $80 million, and now we got $160 million worth of wine and travel and cuisine and culture. Josh, you did it. You were a kind of looked over guy in college. Like everyone said, oh, yeah, he's a good player, but can he be a pro or whatever? Like he's a little undersized. Nope. Nope. You you said to them, "Uh uh-uh, you guys got me wrong. I'm a player. I play bigger than what my size is. I'm an incredible rebounder. I have Charlotte throwing up elbows and. I'm acting out. You're hyped me up. Wow. Okay. Um, Now you threw me off. Um, Josh, this is a dream come true. You get to play in a city that's only a couple hours away from where you grew up. You get to play with your buddies that you went to college with, Dante DiVincenzo and Jalen Brunson. You get to play across the river from your other buddy you went to college with, Mikael Bridges, who only makes like $10 million more in his contract than you do in yours. So, like, you get to look down on, uh, I guess, Dante DiVincenzo is the broke boy of the group. So, hey, man, enjoy being young and rich in New York City, and I'll see you at a Dreamville concert because I know you're a big Dreamville fan. Wow. Charlotte, your hypothetical is Anthony Edwards is fined $50,000 four months after swinging a folding chair that struck two bystanders after a game. Graphics department, please put on here this is a hypothetical this isn't real we are not reporting that anthony edwards was fined fifty thousand dollars we are not reporting that he hit someone with a folding chair after a game charlotte hype him up anthony this is the best possible situation you just signed what a 260 million dollar deal and you're only getting fined 50 grand you are good to go and Let's assume that people didn't get hurt. This is just you, no suspension. You're golden, my dude. I don't even need that. I don't even need to say anything else because you're already like, oh, I don't have to lose that much money. I was really, really, really terrified for a second because you didn't call him your dude at first. And I was like, Anthony, I don't know if this hype is, I don't know if this is sincere or not. She, she just went into it and she just giving you advice here. But then you call, you brought it around and you called him my dude in the middle and, 
I can breathe easy now. Anthony Edwards, you're fine. Charlotte. Thank you. I mean, that's actually the most famous way to hype people up. You call them my dude and they're ready to run through a wall. But you call them my dude midway through the speech. I think that's another layer that you're showing us here. Thank you. All right. Uh, all right. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Pascal Siakam leaving Toronto behind for Atlanta. Again, hypothetical. Yes. All the graphics everywhere. Pascal, I lived in Atlanta for several years. Buddy. Lou Williams was in line. I'm at them lemon pepper wings, buddy. Go down to Magic City. I know everyone's going to think, oh, he's sending you to a house of ill repute. Trust me on this one. The wings are phenomenal. And the scenery is also one to be desired. Look, Atlanta's a fun town, man. A fun town. There's a lot to do. There's an airport that gets you anywhere in the world pretty much on a direct flight. Um, the food is great. There's a lot of college sports if you want to kind of go back and kind of experience something that you didn't in new mexico or new mexico state wherever the hell you went to school that's not that's not college college is like going to a uh morehouse game going to a a uh spellman game going to a a uh, clark atlanta game basically any of the auc schools right there you go there you hang out there and by the way it's so cheap Compared to like everywhere else, compared to Toronto for sure, your money, your max money that you sign on your extension, you, you won't even touch it. The residuals on your NBA paraphernalia stuff alone is going to buy you like a six bedroom, five bathroom, uh, six car garage mansion somewhere in Buckhead. Trust me, buddy. And also, me, Josh Hart, Greg Popovich, we're all getting together. We're doing a thing. So I'd love it if you joined us as well. Can I come? No. Anyway, that was another edition of Hype Me Up. There you go. I'm taking this off. <laughs> Hold on. Thanks for watching Oddball. Up next, Pablo Torre's gardening show. He gardens? Well, in a sense. Does it call a sodball? Yeah. <laughs> That's called a callback, kids. <laughs>